Dog Sports, but we came here to win. The most legit podcast, that's why we know you're tuning in. We cover the biggest news, we underdogs, but we can't lose. So trust the process, yes you, because we got Chris and Anju to bless you. With the best features, best stories, we diving deep like a Lambo leap. Wake up, kid, and stop snoring, we on point just like this beat. Bring the passion like the talk path. In the cold, get a gold brand. Sit back and race the cat, because we start this show like right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of The Underdog. Chris Wardell, joined by Matt Crohn. Matthew, the, uh, the, the banter, as it were, was too good pre-show to not record it. It was, it was magnetic. How are you? I think we said like six words to each other, maybe. And one of them yeah. was you ordering Chinese food. Didn't order Chinese food, but I know what you're saying. It was, it was your weird desire that I order Chinese food. You are a Chinese food guy, Chris. It's it's Thursday. I thought Thursday was Chinese food day at your house. That is just completely made up. Um, but Pizza Fridays during Lent. Well, you know how that goes. Yeah, you order pizza on Fridays in Lent. During Lent. Yeah, it's Pizza <laughs> Fridays. That's how it goes. Pretty self-explanatory. Um, yeah, I'm assuming... Well, we have a lot. We have a lot to talk about. Big baseball week coming up. Big baseball night. Coming up, week six in the National Football League. I've got BovadaSportsbook.com open in front of me. We're going to use that for all of our lines and stuff a little bit later on. But also a big week in the shoe world, Matthew. Yeah, uh, you, big day sent, tomorrow. Big day tomorrow. You sent me the raffle yesterday. I'm assuming you did not win the raffle. Oh, I, did, I didn't let you know? Well, no. <laughs> yeah, you'd be the first person I'd text. So, yes, no, I did not win. Uh, <laughs> and the last person would be your wife. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, it was, you know, it's a tough one. Can't, can't win them all. So, but, uh, tomorrow's the day I'm going to get those. So it's not for the record, we're talking about the, uh, the Travis Scott, Jordan one low golfs. Oh no, I'm talking about, uh, Hoka's blue. Oh, you got to get a pair of Hoka's. I have a Navy, pair of Hoka's. Navy I have a pair of Hoka's now. Why? Oh, I felt, I, I was like, I'm going to try it. It's fine. I will tell you, so I wore them once, maybe twice, tried to make them a thing. My problem with them, they are comfortable, I'll give you that, but the, it's a very like chunky, big boat of a shoe. Yeah, man, they're for like ultra-marathon runners. You barely did get I off not the tell couch. you that I'm now an ultra-marathon <laughs> runner? <laughs> How, what do you think I need all this Kung Pao chicken for? <laughs> You're the, you do the 24-hour marathons? No, I don't stop at 24, though. I, I, I roll that into a second 24-hour marathon. <laughs> I mean, it seems, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a Hoka guy. I'm not either. And I own one. Uh, I don't, I don't know that I will ever wear it again. Yeah. I mean, sell them to charity. I don't know if you a hundred percent get the concept of charity. <laughs> but just the office. Let's, oh boy. Again, uh, doesn't she know I'm working? Don't she know I'm working? My my roommate. Um, uh, hate that. So, so yeah, the the low one golfs tomorrow. And actually, I thought this would this could segue into a larger conversation because you and I, both fans of the Travis Scotts in general, mm-hmm. I want to get your I want to get your personal rankings of the Travis Scotts, Matt. Oh God, we got to go through what they are. Okay, so I have a list here. Yeah, what list are you looking at? Uh, I mean, I I looked I looked it up earlier, and I I just wrote down my list. Okay. So give me a list, no no particular order. In no particular order, you and you might want to jot these down. I am. We have the Dunkelo PlayStation. We have the Jordan One Fragment. We have the Jordan One Olive. We have the Jordan One Phantom. We have the Jordan 1 Reverse Mocha. Hold on, hold on. Travis Scott. <laughs> so you're a little behind. Yeah. So, all right. So I got the Dunk Low PlayStation, Jordan 1 Fragment, uh, lower high. You, your choice. Dealer's choice for the lower of the highs. Whatever you prefer. Jordan 1 Low Olive. And then uh, Jordan 1 Phantom. Okay. What was the after the Phantom? The this is these are all lows. The fragment. I thought you already said fragment. I know, but you didn't say fragment, so I wasn't sure if you heard, you wrote it down. Yeah, I have fragment. Okay, the reverse mocha. 
Reverse Mocha Highs. It's like the original one, right? The Mocha. Oh, what? Okay. The Jordan 4 Cactus Jack. How many more are on this list? One more. Okay. <laughs> and the Dunk Low Bandana. Now there there was the there's there's more for sure, but these yeah, some yeah. of them like like the there's a bunch of Air Force Ones like the Utopia just came out, which is literally just a white Air Force One with Utopia crudely written on the back. Yeah, I'm um, there's the the Jordan thirty threes, there the the Air Trainers, um, and there's the Air Max One Cactus Jacks. But I feel like these are these are what people talk about when they talk about. Um, the the Travis Scotts. I guess the Jordan Sixes. There's the British khaki, and the um, and the the like military green one. But yeah. for our purposes, these eight are the list that I would like to hear you rank. So the last one on my list. Okay, coming in at number eight. Your least favorite. The Jordan One Retro Low Phantoms. Okay, a pair I own. <laughs> and it's, it's fun. Not, they're, they're they're the most they're the most financially accessible of this group by far. I I just feel like they're a little like I do not in no way, shape, or form do I not like any of these shoes. Like I like all of them. Mm, We're simply the doing a ranking, in <laughs> a ranking in a vacuum. We're like, look, by far the number eight list on my the number eight shoe on my list. But um, I think that it's just. With all the other ones out there and the colorways and the different things, I think it's just the plainest. So I, agree. I think that's why I'm, I think that's eight on the list for me. And somewhere between a third and a fifth of the price of the other ones, which is why they're, that's what I own. Yeah, that's, they're, a, they're an amazing shoe, though. Just not, just not for me. It's not for me. Just not for me. Okay. All right. This is where we get. This is harder now. Harry. I think I think I'm going to go with This is number 7. This is number 7. I think I'm going to go with the Reverse Mochas. Okay. For the record, that is number 7 on my list. I don't And the Phantom is number 8 for the Really? Yeah. <laughs> We're on the same path. I like it. So yeah, I think the Reverse Mocha, the the it's a little too much white. Um just just like I'm not saying anything bad. I'm I'm just comparing these ones to the other ones for reference to the list. Hundred percent. So I just think it's a little too much white. I I like the regular mochas with the white toe, and I'm really comparing those two shoes when I when I choose this. Mm. Number um, six. Number six. I think I'm gonna go with the fragments. Number six on my list. Yeah, that's kind of, it's really funny. So yeah, I think the fragments, great shoe. Great shoe. I I don't I I don't I wouldn't buy the lows in these, but I would buy the highs. It's hilarious that you said that because I was literally thinking and this is this I don't know if this is positive or negative for the two of us that we share these opinions. <laughs> but I was literally think this is the only one where I would probably go with the high. Yeah, I prefer the highs to the lows of these, which I think it's kind of opposite with a lot of NBA players. I feel like a lot of NBA players love the lows in these ones. Yeah. Um, number number five. So number five, I think this is where we're going to start getting a little different. Okay. So the number five, I oh, this is getting tough. These are all good shoes. These are all really good shoes. The one, and the one I had a hard time ranking was the PlayStation, just it's, because I almost don't want to have it on the list because, like, I like it a lot, but there's only eight of them, and it's all right, let's it's, take it off. Let's take it off the list. Yeah, let's take it off the list because I don't know where to put it because I I want to put it one because it's an yeah, amazing yeah. shoe. Clearly, the most valuable and collectible of them. Although I don't think it's the nicest design. I, I think, yeah, I think I'm more thinking valuable. And I think it, it's in its own league. It doesn't really belong in this conversation. Okay, so we now have, we have four left. Where yeah, did you, where, where did you, you have the PlayStations? I had them three. Okay. When you, when you talk about the PlayStations, you're talking about like like the Freddy Krueger 
dunks and stuff like that where yeah. there's just it's so collectible and so unattainable yeah so i think next i'm gonna go with the dunk glow bandanas okay you i do disagree at this point i really do like them I do really like them. I like the tan colorway on the top. I like the tan colorway on the bottom. I think it matches really nicely. I just like the other shoes better. Okay. Uh, next. Next, I will be going with the Travis Scott mochas. Okay. Uh, again, we differ. I really like the mochas. I really like them a lot. I think it's an I think it's kind of an iconic shoe. I feel like this was like the first ones that he did, right? Yeah. I I love like I'm both my or my I have the Hyper Royal uh ones. I love the white toe. The white toe with the colorway around the front, I think is such a good look. Mm-hmm. And then so now it's between the olive and the cactus jacks, right? Well, let's give us your number 1 at this point. That's that's what I was going to do, Chris. So the number one for me, it's it's a tough decision. For sure. I would say the olives. I think the low olives, I know it's a woman's shoe. It's a great shoe. I just feel like you can't go wrong with them. Now, I love the fours. I love that color blue. I It's probably my favorite color. I mean, it's Ole Miss, it's E, it's Phillies. It's oh, there like, you go. Yeah, but I love the like the black cement straps and everything. I I love this shoe, but okay. it's it's number two for me. And the olives, I just think the olives are just like such an easy shoe to wear because I love the Jordan. You know me, I love the Jordan One Lows. I have yeah. two regular pairs and a golf shoe pair, you know. And I'm trying to get my hands on the Travis Scott golf shoes tomorrow. So I I really I love I I think that one's my favorite. I know it goes completely against what I said with the white toe and the and the black trim, but I I just think it's such a it's a it's just a very clean shoe with the backwards Nike symbols. Yes. So where we, where do we differ there? So hundred percent at the beginning. And once we got to the fragment, we stopped. Okay. My my number four. I loved this shoe when I first saw it, and I it's, I've just the excitement of it has kind of waned a little bit since then. So I did put the olives at four. Okay. Again, there you know again we're talking about like four different like nine point five to ten out of ten shoes. So there's no bad shoes on this list. Oh, uh, I just actually I just checked. Um, I also had the olives at four. I checked Got my it. list. <laughs> Got it. Change that up. Mix that up. We're still we're still doing good. <laughs> oh, good, 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 good. I didn't know this was the dating game. Uh, number three, uh, I have the Jordan Four Cactus Jacks. Okay. Yeah, can't. I, 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 I love them. I had them at two. I do, I absolutely love them too. The uh, wow, so many texts all of a sudden. The uh, the Jordan One Mocha low number two and the dunk bandana is number one i think that's the most unique shoe i think it's the coolest shoe i thought you would have the bandanas at number one yeah that was my it's pretty it's my clear number one too yeah i i could have if i was a gambling man i would have picked those you that that's a shoe that fits you well and they're a great shoe they're a great shoe it's um a shoe i might own this year we'll see stock stock x has them for thirty thousand dollars well, then I'd be very excited to sell a pair <laughs> and buy buy the other uh, seven shoes on this list. I, I saw I was looking. Uh, yeah. Men's three, 300 men's size 3.5 for the Jordan one olives. Three hundred seventy five dollars. But they're size three. Foot, you think it might fit in a three point five? Yes. Quite frankly, I do. You have freakishly small shoes. You know what? Feet. The 14s in, just in comparison not that bad. Uh, the, the olive 14s? Yeah. The, like size 14. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, wait. That fits men 14. Damn yeah, it. you want a 14 and a half. Yeah. A woman's uh, 14 and a half. Yes, yes. Okay. That, uh, $1,100. That's a lot. If it was 800 I was like, that's pr- kind of <laughs> pretty reasonable, but <laughs> reasonable in comparison. What are the golf shoes selling, reselling for right now? 
I thought I saw eighteen hundred. Oh, I it's literally in front of me. Or not eighteen hundred. Uh, last sale was twelve thirty. Yeah, and okay. a thirteen. Makes sense. And you know, after tomorrow, they're gonna go up even higher. Oh yeah, the best. Like there was one. You're right. There was a sale for nine hundred. Uh, there was a sale for eight seventy seven on yeah. the uh, the ninth. But it's gonna shoot but, up tomorrow. The best time to get in on one of these shoes is right before the release. That's dude. That was when I bought the dunks, the Phillies dunks. Yeah, like, best was, time by far. I've done it a couple of times. I bought it like two weeks before because I was like, I'm getting these sho- these shoes no matter what. If I hit, like, if I hit, I'll sell the one pair, whatever. But I was like, there's no re like I'm gonna buy them, so I might as well buy them now before people try to come late when they don't hit. Yeah, I for I just did it last week. I forget what I a week or two ago. I forgot what I bought at this point. I have to look at it. The um oh it was I bought the red pandas. And then they got pushed back. Oh. It's good for you. And I got them at a really good price. I mean it's not like a super exciting shoe, but like I'll wear it. It's, it's all good. Like, there was a guy uh there's a guy at work today that had the black um black and white or the panda dunks. Mm-hmm. And I uh made fun of him. I was like, "Oh, six shoe, you and every other person in the world." Every uh yeah, and, and I have the I have the highs as you know. <laughs> and he laughed. He was like, he's like my kid, he's like everybody in my kids class has them. <laughs> they're they're just like that cool theoretically cool shoe release for people who don't really like shoes they just go with everything they're easy they're 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 re-released every other day i like i also do not hate the shoe it's a it's a solid shoe no it's a fine shoe it's just it it's not what it's made out to be yeah it's not i don't think it should be as popular as it is why not just be a little bit different just get like for the for the people out there for the kids out there just buy it in a different colorway. You you get it cheaper. You're a little bit different. You know, you you stand out from the crowd. Don't don't be you don't have to fit in. You gotta fit out to fit in. No, hey, look, you know I'm a I'm a big advocate of very bold shoes. Yeah, I've seen them. I was I was wearing my uh I mean this isn't the most extreme example of that, but I was literally wearing my uh my SpongeBob Pumas out all day the other day that is a statement i didn't look it's a it's a yellow shoe with fur on it like <laughs> people are people are like people notice that shoe <laughs> they were like are those the shreks <laughs> no they're not the shreks go fuck yourself <laughs> i got a I, notification today about the shreks i did too <laughs> restocking yeah yeah i think uh i almost bought a pair of of uh venom crocs when when somebody was like I saw I saw them on sale, but I elected not to because I've gotten enough recently. I don't know um, if I know the Venom Crocs. Oh, I see them now. Yeah, it's cool. It's fine. Not nothing super exciting, but I they're on sale. I don't love whatever's coming out the front. You see this? Like the uh, ink? I don't have them in front of me. There's oh. like there's like I don't know. If it's like supposed to be like ink or water or whatever it is. Oh, I see what you're talking about. Oh, well, I would that would not be that would not be on the shoe. That that's clearly one of the the gibbets. Looks like it lights up. I might buy headlights for my Crocs. No, that would I do not think. I'm pretty sure you could take that out. Yeah, yeah. It I, just it all goes into that little hole. Yeah. That, yeah, like one of the little holes. And I would not that would not be part of my my collection for the record, but didn't buy it. Don't really. It's not really croc weather anymore. Yeah, it's uh, it's well, actually, it was beautiful. So I was at. We might as well talk baseball, Chris, while we're here. I mean, I was trying a couple of minutes ago. Then you started talking about Shrek Crocs. It's true, but uh, I was in attendance. I uh, I made my way down to the ballpark for Game Three, the NLDS. How the how did the Phillies do? The Phillies won ten. 10 to 2. Ten, yeah. They won 10 to 2. It was a absolute party. I mean, there is no atmosphere in baseball like Citizens Bank Park in the playoffs. That's what Bryce says. And he's my best friend. So well, it hurts, hurts me a little bit. Whatever. <laughs> uh, you're a close fifth. But Thanks, <laughs> yeah. Mark. Yeah. So, but no, dude, it was, I mean, it was just a party, man. Having. 
no worry in the world after like they scored their first run, but then like the Castellanos home run and then yeah. the Harper home dude. The if the I'm in the video of Castellanos' home run. Um, it I literally so I was in the front row in left field and literally. I thought it was coming right at me. Like it, it literally sailed right over my head. I just watching that ball continue to rise and rise. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" When you guys are on TV like thirty-eight times, anytime you go to a Phillies game. Yeah, it's actually there's this sick photo. I, I'll send it to you. Um, it's I'm good. Okay, <laughs> just kidding. But uh, it's Bryce Harper, you know, crossing home plate, doing the the um, throat slash. And yeah. like on the top of it is like uh, him actually hitting the ball, and if you look, I mean, it's we're obviously blurred a little with the photo, you know. So they, so you just look like emphasis on the on Harper. Sure. But I'm I'm in the photo, like you can see me standing there, like watching the play. I it's one of my I'm gonna mount it on my wall. I think weird that they made the choice to blur the background rather than I think they want to emphasize you guys and blur Bryce. I would you would think so. But yeah, so being in that photo, I mean, I could tell people about that forever. That I being at that game was that was easily one of the best games I've ever been to. That's awesome. Well, let's talk about game four tonight, eight oh seven tonight. First start, weird, right? <laughs> and uh, Spencer Strider makes his uh, in, yeah. oh, he's dead. good. Now you've texted me too. It's the, the picture. Uh, I said I was going to send it to you. <laughs> really, as soon as I got on, as soon as I got on this, everybody I know texted me. <laughs> But um, Spencer Strider makes his appearance to the to Citizens Bank Ballpark, goes against Ranger Suarez. Bavada has the uh, the Braves minus one fifty nine on the money line to well to win. What's your what's your feeling going into tonight? I honestly think if we score a run. Before they do, so if we score before they do, and we score it within the first two innings, yeah, it's gonna be a bloodbath. Okay, like we are just gonna take them all. Like we're gonna win four hundred to nothing. Wow, it's take just the, hop all over <laughs> that those alternate lines of Pavard. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just I I I will be worried if it goes to Atlanta. But I don't think it's going to get there. I think we have all the momentum in the world. We have the um, we have the bulletin board material from mm-hmm. RCS saying Attaboy Harper. Um, I, I love it. I, I love that Har- or RC was like, well, he wasn't supposed to hear it. It's uh, the guys were supposed yeah, to say that. that. The recorders in the room said something. Yeah. Well, that's what the best is what Jimmy Rollins was saying. He was like. He was like, dude, he's like, I've been in those locker rooms. You know where the reporters are. Like, you you know how to act when certain situations. Like, that's on you, dude. That's not that's nobody else's fault but yours. So right. so, so I, I um I'm very excited for tonight. I think we can get it done. Um, can I tell you though, it reminds me a lot, and I said this to Greg earlier, reminds me a lot of game six of that 76ers Celtics series, where like this is the one to win. If it goes back to Game Seven, yeah, I think the Braves win. Yeah, I really, really don't. Five. I really, really don't want it to go to Game Five, but um, yeah, because I, I don't. Even though you know we got Wheeler on the mound, it's just having to go back to Atlanta would just be miserable. Yeah, for sure. And, and the most they, they they then have all the momentum too. And the most miserable. What would be the most miserable? Is if they beat us and then they have to play the Astros in the World Series, and then I just don't watch the World Series, right? Because that would just like I wouldn't want either of those teams to win. No, no, like that would that like that is literally worst case scenario. Yeah, agreed. But hopefully, Ranger Suarez handles business tonight. We're going to see a lot of pitchers. I would imagine this is probably not going to be the quickest game of the series. Is Rangers good for about three and a half innings in any given start. Yeah. The only so. good thing, like, I think I the stress would gosh darn kill me, but we have a bachelor party this weekend, and, yep. and it'd be fun to watch game five with a big group of guys. Unless you lost. Unless we lost, then it would kind of ruin everything. Correct. So, uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't want it to get to that. Is, uh, is Mikey there tonight? 
Mikey is there tonight. He is in the crowd. Um, he will be representing, uh, bringing the vibes, bringing the funk. So why don't we put a why don't we put a better delight shirt on that guy? He's on TV every every second of the game. Why are yeah. we not advertising on Mikey? I don't know why our merch guy. Every game I've gone to, I've been front row. Mm-hmm. Where is our merch guy at? If you if somebody would point out that like, hey, we're going to the game, and if you uh. If you have even a casual passing knowledge of this, how this works, we're going to be on TV every half inning. <laughs> well, I absolutely would have had shirts made. I'll, I'll tell you this, Chris. We, if we make it to the NLCS, we're going to be in the same spot. Well, we can we can make that happen. Let's, well, it'll let's be let, cold, so it's got to be a hoodie. Let's let the Phillies make that happen first, though. Yeah. So I don't know what the turnaround time is. We'll have to reach out to Don Lynn. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see what he says. Who's Don Lynn? Don Lynn is the uh, the clothing manufacturer and trophy place in Country Hawk. Oh, let's listen. Uh, why don't we reach out to Flacco's? I, I don't. I mean, I guess do, I don't. Do, do they do the same thing? No, I have no idea. I was just naming another clothing guy. Okay. Well, well, well. I got Donnie on speed dial. So, yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Um, let's let's talk Week Six National Football League. Let's get these picks in. And uh, we'll go about watching some football, watching some baseball. Busy night. Very busy night. In Kansas City, to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Bavada has the Chiefs minus 10 and a half. Broncos money line. Wow. No, I'm kidding. Broncos stink. I know they do. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I think the Chiefs even cover. Well, is Travis Kelsey playing? Kelsey is going to be active tonight as per yeah, the last I think muscle. The- I think the Chiefs win, cover. It'll be it'll be a crappy Thursday night game per usual. I mean, the Broncos gave up 31 points to the Jets last week. The Jets are known for having a great offense right now. Yeah, the, one of the great quarterbacks in all of football, and Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the Chiefs wide receiver core also kind of just sucks. Yeah, it's bad. But but yeah, you have to think. You have to think this is Casey. I don't, ten and a half is a big number, though. I thought I saw that uh, Miko Hardman was heading back out to free. He was getting cut. We won. Yeah, I think they're they're talking about moving on from him. But the thing about Miko Hardman is he also wasn't that good in Kansas City. It's fast. Can't teach he that. is he is very fast, but Kansas City has a lot of very fast and not a lot of actual good receivers. Like uh, like Kadarius Tony. I was thinking of uh, Orlando. Loom. No, not Orlando. Maybe I'm not thinking of who's the guy in the replacements. Oh, Orlando Jones. Yeah, Orlando Jones in, in the replacements where he's very fast, but he can't catch the ball. Yeah, Hardman had 25 catches in eight games for the. Uh, well, I guess 25 in eight games isn't terrible who for the you, Chiefs last year. Who do you think would win in a drumming contest? Miles Teller in Whiplash or Nick Cannon in Drumline? Drumline. Uh, okay. I I own Whiplash. I have not seen it. I hear it is absolutely. You haven't great. seen Whiplash? No, I'm sorry. It's great. What do you? How I, do you I, own an, I, I literally own. I own it on 4K. You're, this uh, is literally that Michael Scott. When, whenever the woman's like, "You should read this book," and he's like, "Read it. I own it." I've never <laughs> read it. <laughs> many like a couple of times. I won't say many, but a couple of times I've been like, all right, I'm going to watch this. And it, it's, an, it's, just, it's kind of heavy, right? It's not the most fun movie. It's definitely not a fun movie. Um, that, that one guy, Jeremy Piven. No, who's the ball J.K. guy? J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. It was close. Jeremy Piven, J.K. Simmons. Mm, uh, kind of rhymes, but not close. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's, he's like very mean in it. Very mean guy. Okay. I hear him very mean in real life, too. Really? Nah, he seems like he's probably a nice guy. I bet he's a sweetheart. I bet he's like one of those guys where it's like, I didn't know you're. I bet he gets all the time. I didn't know you were going to be this nice. Well, the the ball's in your court, J.K. Simmons. Come on the show next week and let us know if people in, in general think you're nice or an asshole. Prove how nice you are, J.K. Simmons. <laughs> exactly right. The uh, going to Sunday, and we're going to talk about a London game that doesn't involve the Jaguars. The Baltimore Ravens play the Tennessee Titans. Titans plus four at Bavada. This is really funny. Sorry, I was I was listening to what you said. What, what I, do you? What does it have to do with J.K. Simmons? <laughs> I said I googled is J.K. Simmons nice, and it said people also ask is J.K. Simmons still the yellow M&M? I have a lot of questions about that. Okay, so this is in the field of t- television commercials. 
Simmons is widely known for being the voice of the yellow Eminem and a role he played from 1996 until 2013, replacing John Goodman. Well, you had to get Goodman out of there. So, so that's a that's a long tenure. It's voice it's voice work. They could have recorded them all the same day. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Put in like an hour's worth of work. He, yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, here we go. This guy says, J.K. Simmons is a really nice guy, and I say that from experience. I'm going to take this guy's word for it. Well, if that guy said it, I have a hard time not believing it. <laughs> Joe Blow. I don't know what that. I don't know who that is. So Ravens-Titans? <sighs> What's that? Is that tonight? No, it's Sunday, Sunday 930, the London game this week. Oh, home of the Jaguars. Jaguars, uh, yeah. Um, I think that I actually think on the podcast, I took Titans money line. Okay. You I think wanna, the Titans go in the DeAndre, other direction now. Or are you still happy with that? <laughs> no, I like it. John, DeAndre Hopkins is catching the ball. I mean, he had a, his first actual good game as a Titan. So maybe they're finally figured out how to get him in going in the offense. So if they can continue to do that, I think they can, uh, they can rack up some points against a Baltimore Ravens team that looked abysmal against the Steelers last week. Yes, they did. The Carolina Panthers in Miami to take on the Dolphins. This line has moved a little bit since earlier today. It started at 14. Now Dolphins minus 13 and a half at Bavada. It's a lot of points. And uh, it seems like the betters agree. But the Dolphins are hot right now. And the Panthers are the worst team in football. So I'm going to take the Dolphins. The Indianapolis Colts, led by one Gardner Minshew, head to Jacksonville to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Bavada has the Jaguars minus four at home. That's my guy, Minshew Maniac. I'm taking uh, I'm taking the Colts to cover that game. If people want a real teaser here, a cross-show teaser, keep checking out Better's Delight, and maybe, just maybe, you'll catch a glimpse of a Gardner Minshew jersey. <laughs> I would shave my beard to a mustache, but then I, like, I would have a double chin that you could see all the time. The world so. thanks you for not doing that. <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings in Chicago to take on the Chicago Bears, and Bavada has the Bears plus three. I think I said on Better's Delight that I think the Bears win that game outright. And I think the Bears win outright, and then they trade Kirk Cousins. You've predicted that for the last, like, three weeks at least. I'm going to be right at some point. Kirk Cousins is not going to play for the Vikings forever. That is likely. He is a free agent this offseason. Yeah, and he's going to die someday. And he's going to die someday. Hopefully it's 50 to 80 years from now, but still. Hopefully it's 50 to 80 minutes from now. No, (laughs) I did not put that out there. I like you, Kirk, as a person. I don't know if I like Kirk Cousins as a person. I don't know if I've said this on the show or not, but. Is Kirk Cousins nice? I'm going to Google it. If if Kirk (laughs) Cousins is like, if he's in on the joke and kind of like acts like he does because of, because of that, like I, I like him. I think that's funny. If he's being serious with a lot, with a lot of this stuff, then I have, I don't know. I have issues. Interesting. Kirk Cous- I didn't know this. Kirk Cousins is is an ISFJ personality type. And who determined that? I don't know, but it tends to be patient and gentle with a strong sense of empathy. What is ISFJ? <laughs> patient and gentle with with a strong sense of empathy. What's the introverted sensing, feeling, and judging? Oh, if he's judging, he doesn't seem like he's very nice. Well, he doesn't judge whether or not he should throw the ball over the middle. And I think I'm ISJF. Uh, he, t- he tends to repress his emotions. Let's see. There's, there's what? Uh, there's, this is a long time ago. 14 or 16 personality types, I believe. What's my? What, see, don't you don't know. even need. You don't need to do the person. Matt, you want to take the test? Should we take the <laughs> test live? Yeah, what what do I Google? Um, go to 16personalities.com. It's, I'm on my work computer, so. <laughs> okay, well, it's mainly porn. I don't know if that's going to be a problem. For you. I'm not actually on my work computer. <laughs> and you're like, it wouldn't be a problem. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. So what are we doing here? So you okay. take the test. I make new friends. Spend a lot of Okay, we don't have... What, Okay, for we don't. I'll read the questions. We don't have to give our answers, but it'll just keep the show going. Okay. The first question: You regularly and Matt and I are taking a personality test for reasons that aren't clear because we were doing <laughs> NFL picks. Uh, the qu- first question: You regularly make new friends. 
Second question, you spend a lot of your free time exploring various random topics that pique your interest. Seeing other people cry can make you feel like you want to cry too. How often, yes, pardon me, you often make a backup plan for a backup plan? There's a lot of questions. I don't know how many are there if you jumped ahead. I, I finished the first page and I'm only 10% through. Okay, well, this is what we're doing for the rest of the show, I guess. <laughs> we already, we, we've already made some picks. You usually stay calm even under a lot of pressure. At social events, you rarely try to, you know what? This is silly. Matt and I, we're going to pause the recording right now. And Matt and I are going to take this test and we're going to give you our answers in just a second. For You you won't know anything happened, but starting right now, the recording is paused. Yeah. All right. Matt and I took this 100 question <laughs> quiz. It is now 745. 7.45 on Wednesday. <laughs> Matt, do you, want to, do you want to give us your personality type? All right. So my, you know my letters? Uh, you can, well, okay. So I think it says, uh, it gives the, the description and then the letters, but give the letters first. Okay. The le- my letters are ESFPT. Okay. Uh, and your type? Entertainer. That checks out a hundred percent. Entertainers are spontaneous, energetic, and enthusiastic people. Life is never boring around them. I am ENFJ-T protagonist. Oh, protagonists are inspiring optimists, readily taking action to do what they feel is right. Uh, what is what yours is your extra? A lot, a lot better. <laughs> what is your extra? I, I would have been perfectly happy with yours. What is your extroverted score? Sixty-three percent. I got seventy-seven. What is your intuitive score? I think I, I that's sixty-three. I, I, I feel like yours is low. I feel like mine's very low. Um, my energy is fifty-seven. I'm fifty-two. That's intuitive. Your what is your nature? I am fifty-six percent. Feeling, I am too. Yeah. Uh, that's tactics. Feeling, feeling individuals value. Um, sixty-seven percent. Seventy-four percent judging. <laughs> uh, identity. Oh, I'm sixty-seven percent prospecting. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah, we're on the complete opposite uh, uh, spectrum there. Okay. Identity. Uh, turbulent, seventy-five percent. Sixty-one percent turbulent. Okay. All right. Well, there it is. Now everyone has a much better feel for Matt and I's personalities. <laughs> you know, the the guys who hopefully it's somebody's first ever time listening to this show because now they have something to go off of. Now they're like, all right, like now I know what I'm getting myself into with these guys. That's like, true. We really should put it up front. Like these, this is who we are as people. It should be pinned to the just pinned to the top of the. Uh, the charts on the iTunes or Spotify, you know? Oh yeah. Well, we'll throw it up on the logo. We'll throw it up on the logo. That's an entertainer. I'm the protagonist. <laughs> Better than antagonist, I suppose. Yeah. You know, ne- ne- in all my book reading experience, uh, and both of them, <laughs> the giver and uh, holes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I don't want to be the antagonist. I, I just thought it was funny. Like there was a couple questions in there that were like, like that, I was just like, I don't care about this question. Oh, oh, me too, hundred percent. It was like there was like something about like, do you care about getting the philosophical conversations? And I was it's like, like, no, I'm already bored. Yeah, like I was like, I don't want to do this at all. Like I was like, I almost want to stop taking the test at this point. <laughs> I'm a little bit mad at you for writing this down. Yeah, no, well, I yours, I'd be happier with yours because my mine just sounds kind of douchey. Like yours, yours is fun. Yours is like I'm the entertainer. I feel like mine. I'm I'm the protagonist. It seems douchey and self-important. I feel like mine feel mine's kind of like too. Makes me feel like I'm too full of myself, but I am. I do think I'm the funniest person in the room at all times. I I I think you're top six on most most times I see you (laughs) in most rooms that I am in. (laughs) Most rooms that you're in, yeah. Like the dog's funny, the kids funny. say who is funnier yeah top six is good that's a top six is, top six is real good three chances at a medal hell yeah you do <laughs> yeah. uh we're gonna skip around because we're not we're not gonna do all these games but we'll let's get to a couple of the more interesting ones since we... <laughs> i'm glad we got to that though that's that was an important and i, I know the name of the show <laughs> hey i liked it no i, I hope I hope other people liked it. People, people who listen to this podcast really found out a lot about us, even though they didn't already know it. 
For sure. I am the main character is basically the moral <laughs> of my life. The, uh, the 49, this, this one's interesting. This, this has moved a full point since earlier. San Francisco's in Cleveland to take on the Browns. Nevada had Browns uh, plus eight, uh, plus seven earlier today. It is now Browns plus eight with the news that PJ Walker has been elevated. I kind of think that uh, the Browns will cover that game. Cause you the, think they just keep that 49ers offense at bay? I just think that the 49ers did too well on Sunday night football. Yeah. Like just embarrassed what was supposed to be a juggernaut of a defense in Dallas. And they just embarrassed them. So I, I think they take a step backwards playing against playing against a team that is far worse than them. I think they're going to play right. a little down to the competition. You know, like we're coming off like it's a, like this is a game we should win. We're going to win. They're going to win the game. I just don't think they'll cover it. Okay. The what else is interesting? The Philadelphia Eagles, Matthew, in New York to take on the New York football Jets. And Bavada's got the Jets plus seven. Um, Jets plus seven. I think we win by 15 points. Really? You know, I did see a stat earlier today about how well the Jets defense is done against the quarterbacks they've played. Uh, these are the PFF passing grades for the quarterbacks who have taken on the Jets. Dak was a 66, Mac Jones a 57, Josh Allen a 52, Mahomes 48, and Russell Wilson 43. So the Jets have handled their business in terms of passing offenses. They have. And we're a running offense. Eh, some weeks. <laughs> some weeks, yes. I don't know what you said. I, I said hi to my kid. He came down the steps. <laughs> By himself? <laughs> he just he had six months. He can't even walk yet. He just walked right down the steps. <laughs> I don't think these people are ever going to bring me food for the record. but I think they're on their way. Uh, you know no, what? I it, it literally says that they're not, for the record. But. <laughs> I had um, I had Shake Shack for this first time ever the uh, last week. Okay, a little Shake Stack. I had the spicy Shake Stack. I think it was. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was a little hot. Probably won't order it again because it was a little too hot. But um, other than that, I, I liked it. I certainly liked what I had eaten. Um, but you know, well, thank I, God for that. You know what I think I'm into now. Tell me. It took a while. I think I like pickles. <laughs> I know. I uh, Like, I didn't take my pickles off the burger. I ate a chicken sandwich um, yesterday uh, the, on the way to the Phillies game. And I think I like pickles. I <laughs> so we've so far, since we started doing picks for the week, we took a personality test, and you let us know that you like pickles. <laughs> I, I don't know if I do. I think I do. Okay. That's something I'm still trying to figure. Is there a test for that? <laughs> is there an yeah, it's, test? It's, yeah, it's a one-question test. It is simply, do you like pickles? <laughs> it's a much more complicated answer, though, Chris. It's not just <laughs> something I know. Like You can't definitive, definitively say whether you like pickles or not. <laughs> no, you specifically can. And you're the only person who gets to make that decision. You're the arbiter of whether or not you like pickles. May, uh, okay, maybe it's, I like pickle chips. Like like potato chips, uh-huh. and but like I I I'm okay with uh, pickles on a sandwich, but not too many, just a few. It's got to be a good I'll pickle. Keep that in mind, and it can't be like I don't want spears. I don't want of like the people who just eat like a full pickle. That's I'm so out on that. Those sick bastards. Like j- straight to jail. Just go ahead, have a cucumber already. Yeah, right. <laughs> Basically, it's the same thing. So yeah, this is. Um, all right. Well, I think I, I, uh, oh, I think God. I want to yeah. try. I think I saw someone putting because re- relish is just pickles, God. right? I was literally going to say, "What are your what are your takes on relish as a joke?" <laughs> and you actively gave it to me. I think I kind of want to try some get relish on a hot dog. What is, I don't I don't can can I tell you I honestly don't know what relish is. Like, but the thing is, it's got to be. It's got to be like at somebody's house. Like, I'm not putting like. Or you know what? Okay, so yeah, relish is not just pickles. Relish is a cooked and pickled product made of chopped vegetables, fruits, or herbs. So it's not pickles. It is not pickles. Mm, maybe I won't like relish then. A pickled cucumber. Uh, 
Examples are chutneys and the North American Ugh, relish, a pickled, a pickled cucumber jam eaten with hot dogs. I think I'm going to try. You know what? But it's got to be – I want to get one of, one of those little packets. I don't want to, like, be scooping no, it out of a – head first into relish. I don't want to scoop it out of a jar <laughs> at, like, at, like, a public event. You're just dipping your toe into the relish waters. <laughs> dipping my toe in that. Yeah, that's 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 all it is. I can't go full. You, if you're going to go relish, you can't go full relish. You can't just dive yeah, right in. You don't go full relish. You, you wear a life vest. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> in, in the form of a tiny little packet. Yeah, yeah. So that's and that, maybe put it on maybe put it on food that you weren't that excited about in the first place because you don't you know, want to ruin that. You got to go hot dog because you could just make another hot dog. You can make another hot dog. Like hot dogs, they put eight in a pack for a reason because you're gonna mess one of them up. Why Actually, this how are you messing up hot dogs this badly? That's a problem for you. I'm not, Chris. No, I'm, no, not I'm very good at making hot dogs. I. I do the perfect – I do three cuts along the side, whereas you see other people split it open and it looks like the Demogorgon from uh, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. I, I, I don't like that. I do I do three cuts right in the middle so it just – and it opens up once it starts to grill. You get it to a nice color, and people are like, I want it a little burnt. I ain't burning your hot dog, bro. I'm not putting char on that thing. I'm getting it to a perfect, perfect bright red like it's been out in the CIO heat for 48 hours. That's mm-hmm. what we're going with. And you're, uh, what's your, I can't believe I'm going to ask a follow up question. What is your, <laughs> you have a follow up question. <laughs> what is your method for preparing a hot dog? Um, what do you use? What do you, what do you mean? Because I, I think the people that make hot dogs in microwaves are just, they're just, they're gluttons for punishment. So I've never done that. We were never a microwave guy. We, uh, family, we were growing up, we were a big boiled hot dog family. I think that's probably just as bad. It's not good. So my dad would make boiled hot dogs. We'd have a slice of white bread and a slice. Hey, of Michelle got my order. And a slice okay. of cheese. I'm glad you're. That's, that's, I feel like you can you can spice that up a little bit as an adult. So yes, I've grown. So nine times out of ten, it's hot dogs on the top rack of the grill, not directly on the grill. You okay. slice you it three you times. Like, you don't like the. Uh... You don't like the 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 smoky flavor of the char? No, no. You we they go on the they, hot dogs belong on the top rack. You get them to a nice bright red, and that that's that's how it's done. And okay. always, I apologize. I apologize. You have to buy Chris the mm-hmm. hot dogs with the cheese on the inside. If you're not buying cheese dogs, I don't know what you're doing. I didn't. I'm on. I'm not 100 percent sure I knew that was a thing. Oh, dude, that it, go to your local Kroger. They have them. I don't have a local Kroger. Oh, figured Ohio. They have Kroger's. Yeah, maybe we do. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, no. You go to your local grocery store, Clemens or whatever, and you just buy one. <laughs> Hasn't Clemens been gone for like 15 years? <laughs> well, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Clemens became giant. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't not necessarily became giant, but the Clemens the store, by us the store became, a, became a giant. <laughs> but yeah. And now, no. I have, now I have Giant Eagle. Um, okay. But yeah, no, so that's, that's, that's how I prepare them. And then I'll also do a toaster oven. You could, you could cook a hot dog in a toaster oven. It does the same thing. I'm with that. I have no issue with that. Yeah. No, I've never boiled a hot dog. I don't, I don't believe that's true. I believe at some point in your childhood, you boiled a hot dog. I, oh no. Because it was what you knew. I've boiled a hot dog in my life, in my adult life, but. Well, then you, you literally started that sentence with, I've never boiled a hot dog. Oh. I don't listen to what I say, Chris. It just comes no, out. No, that's evident, and I'm I'm right there with you, by the way. So, uh, yeah, no. Uh, so, but it's it's got to be at least five to seven years since I've boiled a hot dog. Well, I I see you boil up a dog tonight, throw some relish on it, and see how it goes. I gotta go find a, a relish packet somewhere. I don't know where you'd even buy that. I think you just go to you just pop into pop into like a like a burger place or something and just hope they have some out for free. I think next time, next time I go, I have to go up to the Allentown area. I'll stop. You know what I'm going to do next time I go to the Allentown area, I'm going to go to Yako's hot dogs and I'll get a hot dog with some relish on it. And we'll do, I'll do a review. I demand to know how this went. I can't, I'm literally excited about nothing more in my life. Than this. I don't know who knows the next time I'll be out in Allentown, but that's, that's going to happen. 
I think you got to go tomorrow for some reason. <laughs> just drive out there just to get a hot dog and come back. There, let me tell you what that place. Shout out Yakos. That they're Wait, hot why dogs. Why don't you just fucking get relish? Why don't you just get a hot dog at the next Phillies game? Because the lines, dude, the lines are ridiculous mm. right now. Because it's the playoffs. Also, I'm a sausage guy at the Phillies game rather than a hot dog. Love a, I mean, yeah, we. I feel like when the only time I grill hot dogs here at the house is when we're having company. Like and there's yeah, you showing off. You feel like a grilled hot dog is the show off food. Yeah, no, the grilled hot dog is the I don't want to give you the buffalo chicken sausage that I have instead. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, so it's a less than you you view your guests as less than correct. It's not yeah. cheap. Buffalo chicken sausage ain't cheap. You think buffalo chickens grow on trees? I know for a fact they do, Matt. You know, buffalo, you know, chicken so buffalo chicken. Okay, we're, we're this is this is getting dangerous. The I'm getting looked Dallas at Cowboys dinner's ready. So yeah, the Dallas Cowboys Monday Night Football last game we're going to talk about in LA to take on the Chargers at SoFi. Bavada has the Chargers plus two and a half. That's a like I, that is such a weird game. Dak Dak looked terrible. Four yes, interceptions in one uh, game of football. I just don't know if he's and then back on the main stage again. I'm going to take – Look, Matt, before you answer this question, I, I just want you to, rem- to remind you that Dak relishes the opportunity to play on Monday night. <laughs> is Eckler playing? Uh, TBD? Is that a TBD situation? Uh, I'll tell you in one second. Eckler is one of the hardest names to spell intuitively. E-K-E-L-E-R. Uh, ex- expects to play versus the Cowboys. All right. 99% chance of return. All right. Then give me the Chargers. I got to put them in my lineup now, actually. Well, I've done that for you. I don't You're know what to take out. I'm gonna have to review. It's a big week. I'm three and two, fifth place. I gotta, gotta make a make, make a name for myself here. Look, the thing that people really want to hear about in the 51 minute mark of a podcast that had no direction is how your fantasy football team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it makes sense for sure. All right. Well, my my position, as always, is in the future we'll do better. I've been Chris Orwardell. He's been Matt Crone. Thanks for listening. I had fun. I hope you did too. We'll see you next week.